Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. Welcome back to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. I'm your host, Brad Redding, and today with Black Friday, Cyber Monday upon us, or the big holiday shopping season in November, I will be talking a little bit about real-time reporting, one of our favorite reports and questions we get this time of the year. So before I jump into it, I wanted to make a quick announcement in case you have not seen. Google recently announced, I think it was this week, uh, the Halloween week or the week prior, that for GA360 customers, they are pushing out the sunset date of Universal Analytics one year. So that means if you are a GA360 customer, not a free customer, GA360, then you will have access to Universal Analytics for an additional year. Uh, so I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to read more about that. I feel like some people might be thinking that's all customers, so all Google Analytics, all free. I haven't seen any, anything about that yet. So this is just 360 customers, and typically, you know, you're on a contract paying 100 plus k a year, and uh, you likely know about this already. So real time reporting, it never fails. Every single year, when we get around the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and I'm going back as long as I've been in e-commerce, 15 years, there's always a question that comes in somewhat of a frantic email. Hey, I think Google Analytics is broken. There's nothing recording. And the reason or the symptom that somebody that makes somebody feel that way is they're looking at real-time reporting inside of GA and it's basically non-existent. So it would be five users when you know you should have 5,000. Uh, or if you are looking at your source medium or product performance reports inside of Universal Analytics, if it's say three or four o'clock, in the afternoon and you don't see any data, let's say you, you only see data up until 1 or 2 a.m., that is another symptom that someone would see inside of Universal Analytics to lead them to think that something is broken. I'm here to tell you 98% likelihood nothing is broken. We see this every single year whenever there's just huge volume going through thousands, millions of websites that are all using GA, there's always a delay in reporting more than normal. And there's always a either a delay or, or honestly non-existent real-time reporting. Now with this year, it's something that's even more unique with the announcement of GA4 rolling out. Again, don't quote me, but sometime between the last three and eight or nine months, Google also announced for Universal Analytics that they're essentially not really supporting or updating the real-time reporting inside of Universal Analytics, and they are instead focusing their efforts and energy on real-time reporting inside GA4. So again, prior to 2022, real-time reporting was really the primary report that many brands would use during uh, BFCM, and now that probably is not the best. I wouldn't adv advise that, honestly. Uh, because you might be getting incorrect or mixed signals, especially if you've already seen this year your real-time reporting just be a little bit out of whack inside of Universal Analytics. So the question is, if I can't use Universal Analytics real-time reporting or I can't necessarily trust it, especially during a, a time of high 
volume that we see these delays in reporting, what should you use or what can you use? You can use GA4, which I'll go through that in a minute. If you are an Elevar server customer, you can use some of the real-time reporting we have inside our own dashboard or your dashboard, Klaviyo and others. Uh, you can get reporting out of there. So I'll go through some quick notes under each of those different options for you in a couple minutes. But before doing that, I thought I would just break down what are some reasons why reporting could go down? So let's say you're in that 2% where there are actually reporting issues. How could tracking go down? So what are some reasons where your Google Analytics tracking could go down? If you are using Google Tag Manager, so a GCM web container, i.e. primarily client-side tracking, and you are using that for all of your tags, so no server-side tracking, just client-side tracking, if Google Tag Manager were to be removed from your website, so if you, let's say you've implemented via Elevar and you deploy a new theme or update something for your, uh, your big promotions, if the Elevar snippets are missing or the Google Tag Manager code is missing, then that would be a reason why you would lose universal analytics tracking. Again, if, that, if you fall into that bucket, easiest way you could do this to validate if you don't have someone more technical to validate for you just go to your browser click view source code search for gtm dash so do if you're a, a mac i think it's i can never do this on a fly because it's it's muscle memory at this point i think it's command f and just search for gtm dash and grab your container code if needed and that will give you at least one signal that gtm is either there or if you don't see anything then it might have, may have been removed the other reason why tracking could go down, if you are server side, so let's say you are an Elevar server customer using our fully managed server side tracking, same thing. If you, for some reason, deploy updates to your site and all of the Elevar code has been removed, that would also impact the ability for us to send your non-checkout events to GA server side. Once users get into checkout, then we rely on webhooks coming from Shopify. So it's really not dependent on our Elevar code being installed on the site, um, but you would need to have the Elevar code for page views and product views, et cetera. If you are using, so again, what are reasons or why could tracking go down for UA? And honestly, this would, is it's not just Google Analytics. This could be any channel. So same thing, GTM. If GTM is removed and you have Facebook pixel through GTM, then that won't work or Google Ads. If you have Google Ads through GTM and GTM codes removed or missing from the site or the LFR codes missing from the site, that would also go down. So a third reason why tracking could go down is if you are using Google Cloud, so if you're using a GTM server-side container and you have that connected to Google Cloud and let's say, A, you are in the worst possible state where your Google Cloud is still in a test mode, your tracking will almost definitely go down if you have a big spike. Or let's say you've moved your Google Cloud account into a production mode, which there'll be a link in the show notes to this and our help docs if you are a Google Cloud customer and showing what that difference looks like. But if you, let's say you've upgraded to a production mode instance or server in Google Cloud, you may want to increase the number of instances, so server instances that GCP will scale to. Now, we've seen a few brands that are very, very high volume. They've even scaled to 50 plus instances within GCP. And GCP, and I think I might have shared this on a previous podcast, they've even stated that it's not really 
It's not the best to handle huge spikes where you go from 10,000 users to or 1,000 users to 100,000 users or something like that simultaneously. We've seen instances really start to get bogged down even when they're up to 50 plus to scale up to. And by the way, if that's, if that's you, if you are really high volume and using Google Cloud Server, you likely won't be able to just go in and upgrade the number of instances to 50. There's typically a quota that's tied to your account. So you'd actually have to manually request a quota increase, which is in your Google Cloud settings. Uh, I think that's pretty fast uh, for Google to approve, but so you'd want to request an increase in your quota so you can, again, uh, add those to your rotation to handle a big spike. I would recommend if you, again, fall into that bucket of using a GTM server-side container and GCP, and you are also using, historically, you are using the GTM proxy. So instead of loading the Google Tag Manager JavaScript from www.googletagmanager.com slash gtm.js, and you are instead using your own subdomain, so ssapi.getelvar.com slash gtm.js. So there's a setting in our data layer uh, for all of our customers. So you can, you may have set that up in the past, or maybe we even helped you, uh, help guide you through that setup. Or if you are doing it on your own outside of Elevar, anybody can do it. But if you have that in place, that essentially is routing the requests for all of your GTM uh, JS requests, so your, your Google Tag Manager code, that's routing that through your server-side container, so through Google Cloud. That's going to add a ton of volume. Again, if you have a huge spike in traffic and users, that's going to add a lot of pressure to your Google Cloud instance. And honestly, I'd recommend just reverting that. Just go back to the native googletagmanager.com slash gtm.js during your high traffic holiday period. To me, the risk versus reward, the risk is, oh crap, you have a huge spike and you overload the server. And at that point, you're kind of stuck. There's nothing you can do unless you are able to react quickly and revert some of these changes. The reward being if you are loading GTM through the normal googletagmanager.com slash gtm.js. So the normal, when you go to implement G the GTM code inside Google Tag Manager, they give you this script like, hey, copy and paste this and put this in your head. Or again, you might implement through Elevar. The likelihood of the googletagmanager.com version going down, um, I don't think I've ever seen that personally. I've definitely seen the Google Tag Manager script go down when it's being proxied through a Google Cloud server that has delays or issues uh, from some of the reasons I already mentioned. So just to summarize that, if you are using GTM proxy to load your GTM, whether you are an Elevar customer or a non-Elevar customer during your high traffic periods, I highly recommend removing that GTM proxy and just go with the default googletagmanager.com code. Again, just a de-risk in case anything happens with your Google Cloud server. So those are some reasons why tracking could go down. Uh, I was leading with Google Analytics, but honestly, it really impacts anything that you have inside of GTM. So if tracking is not down, so let's say everything's working as normal, then it, or and you see delays, so real time isn't working inside of Universal Analytics, or you're seeing that gap where it's 3 p.m., but you don't see any data past to 1 or 2 a.m., it's just delayed. So processing is delayed, very normal. We see this every year. Nothing to really be alarmed about. Again, if you've gone through the process and validate that everything is on your site. And if you really want to dig even further into how to validate, if you are using client-side tracking and using Google Tag Manager, you can go to your browser, go to your website, right-click, so inspect, bring up your developer console, go to the network tab. So there should be a tab that says network. And you can. there's a filter in the top left corner 
of that tab and you can filter by Facebook or filter by UA dash, which would be your, your universal analytics. You could do G dash, which would be GA4, reload pages, visit your product page, et cetera. So if you filter by UA dash and you navigate through your site and you see requests coming through the network panel, that's essentially telling you that there are requests going from your activity off to that universal analytics account. So that endpoint, you can click on payload. So this is, uh, again, one of those podcast experiences where if you visualize it, it'd be easier to see it versus trying to visualize through a podcast. But if you're at that network panel and you see you're filtering by UA dash and on the right side of that request. So if you click on, there'll be a URL that you can click on in the network panel and that'll bring up a few tabs on the right side. There is a tab called payload and you can you can cycle through different events in the network panel. There'll be a payload tab and that'll actually show you the data that's sent. So it'll show you things like the event category name, the event action name, the product name, anything that might uh, tie that specific event together that you're sending to Universal Analytics. Same, you can do the same thing with Facebook. So you can filter by Facebook, go to payload, see all the data. This, this is another somewhat common uh, question that'll come through. So if the pixel helper doesn't work, in the browser for whatever reason, pixel helpers aren't 100% accurate. So if you see your pixel helper isn't showing anything or it's empty, you can go to your network panel. Again, that same process I just walked through, filter by Facebook and see if anything's going out. If you don't see anything, then obviously something's not working. That's really the source of truth using that network panel for client-side tracking to validate that data is indeed going out. So if you are server-side tracking, if you are an LLVAR server-side tracking uh, customer and where you have all events for UA going server-side, you won't see that in the network panel. So this, you'd need to rely on the real-time reporting inside your LLVAR dashboard, the channel accuracy, or just honestly waiting for that data to populate in the real-time reporting view inside of Universal Analytics if it shows up there or inside GA4 or the general reports. So some of the questions we get and reasons why real-time reporting is so critical during this time of the year is our customers want to see, you want to see what campaigns are working, what emails are working, what paid channels are working, what campaigns you should scale up or scale down on. And obviously, if you are using other attribution tools uh, like a Triple Whale, Northbeam, Rockerbox, et cetera, then you may have different reporting that you are relying on inside uh, those solutions where with an LLVAR or uh, let's just talk Elevar. It's a little bit more about validating that the data is going out. So the data is being sent to these different channels. But if you are not using one of those tools or they don't have the reporting that you're looking for, again, that's a common question over many, the last several years or 10 years where I've seen really that heightened reliance on real-time reporting is again, understanding what campaigns are working, what's not working, what should scale, what products are selling, et cetera. Obviously, Shopify has a host of different real-time reports as well with their Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday reporting and dashboards. So typically, that's what it comes down to, campaign management, what's scaling versus what's not. Now, let's go through a few options you have for real-time reporting. Universal Analytics, we've gone through that already. Uh, not really, I wouldn't really rely on that. So use it, but just with an asterisk, if it doesn't look quote-unquote accurate to you, there's not really anything that we can do about it or anyone else can do about that. GA4. So GA4 has a real-time overview report. Again, if you fall into the majority, you are so used to real-time reporting and the way it functions inside of Universal Analytics that 
switching over to GA4, it's a little bit of a mind bend. It's not the same. You won't be able to just go to that input. Uh, so go to your content and then search for event actions or source medium, et cetera. You won't have that ability to interact quite as much in the GA4 real-time reporting, but you will be able to see the number. It's, it's all user-based, so it's not session-based. So you'll see user-based reports. So how many users came in the last 30 minutes, where they came from, you can't really customize the GA4 real-time reporting as of now. There is an API that they have. There aren't many people that would be able to build a custom live reporting or real-time reporting based on GA4 data if you don't already have that data being pulled into BigQuery or some other uh, data warehouse where you can uh, attach reporting on top of that. So there are some cards in there. You Again, you can't customize a whole lot. The user source medium data, you won't be able to tie directly to purchases, uh, but be sure to explore what you do have inside of the GA4 real-time reporting view. If you have not seen that yet, and again, if you are just simply looking for traffic and distribution of traffic from campaigns to devices, GA4 should work just fine, uh, but just keep that in mind that you won't have as much customization. The other thing about GA4, this has been really all of 2022, we've, we've seen this. General reporting is also very delayed inside GA4. So it's very likely you'll see that gap. So 12 to 24 hour gap in data. And if you are looking at a report today at noon versus tomorrow, it's likely that reporting will differ as processing is finalized. And again, I think even in Google Docs, they state you need to wait up to 24 hours in order for reports to be quote unquote finished processing and, and accurate. The next real-time reporting option you have is actually within Elevar. So if you are an Elevar server customer, then you can use our real-time conversion reporting. Just a note here, if you're using Google Tag Manager server-side tracking via Google Cloud, uh, we don't offer real-time conversion reporting since all of that happens off-site in your Google Cloud account. So the real-time conversion reporting in Elevar is just for Elevar server customers. And that will just show you real-time feed of purchase events that are coming through, what destinations we're sending them to, the various UTM data that we have associated and captured with those. We show the UTMs and click IDs and other, other attribution data because if we're sending to TikTok, you, we need to store the TikTok click ID. If we're sending an order to Facebook, we need to store things like the Facebook click ID. If we're sending to GA or GA4, we need to store UTMs and you can uh, continue that with every other channel that we integrate with. So there is that. You can use our channel accuracy and server event logs. So there's a navigation item for channel accuracy. You can go in there. The default date range uh, is seven days. So just change that to the last 24 hours and you'll see an hour by hour breakdown of all the different events that are coming through and the server event logs. You can actually filter by channel and filter by the event type. So add to cart versus purchases, et cetera. And also we do have the attribution feed inside your dashboard. Again, this is essentially a rollup of the real-time conversion reporting that I just talked through. So this view will give you the ability to, essentially you can filter uh, in line or you can export. And basically what this is, we are sharing every piece of data that we've captured for various purchase events. So you can export a report with the first touch UTMs we get from Shopify, last touch UTMs, the G click ID, Facebook click ID, everything in between. There's, I think there's 20 to 30 different dimensions that we show in there. And this, again, is just giving you visibility into data that we, LFR, are cap 
capturing that we are ultimately utilizing and sending to different destinations. This isn't everything, so we're not necessarily showing every single cookie value, et cetera, but it is showing some of those big campaign or, or UTM-based pieces of data that we have with purchase events, which are obviously critical for different channels to operate and function to the maximum efficiency that they can for you. Klaviyo, if you're a Klaviyo customer, they have their activity feed, so you can see that just in real time. I don't actually know if they've added on any additional real-time reporting views. They may but just check out uh, what they have to offer for you. And then last but not least with Facebook. So I did talk about the network panel, so how to validate data going to Facebook. You can also use Events Manager and the recent activities for a specific event. TBD, on the, if they'll have any delays, I've certainly seen that. I'm sure you've seen some event manager delays as well, uh, but you can use that and leverage the reporting that they have available. So that is real-time reporting. Again, expect delays, expect things to look a little bit weird and ultimately expect your final reporting in Universal Analytics or GA4 to be at least 24 hours. Uh, so it's just one of those one of those things. It's a Black Friday, Cyber Monday, a ton of traffic going to millions of sites and uh, things just take longer. So hopefully this was helpful and potentially calming some stress or nerves that might come up in case you're not seeing something in real time in one of your reports. As always, if you have any questions, feedback, assistance, let us know. We are here to help. And I will see you or talk to you on our next episode. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, we release two new episodes per week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. I also have a favor to ask. I'd really appreciate if you could leave a comment or review so I can learn exactly how to improve future episodes for you. And last but not least, if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn by searching Brad Redding at Elevar. That's E-L-E-V-A-R. Or you can DM me on Twitter. My handle is I am Brad Redding. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again. Thanks again.